Hey guys, go follow us on social media at FF Bandwagon on Twitter and Instagram, and then check out our Facebook page as well. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Bandwagon. What is up, guys? Welcome to the Fantasy Football Bandwagon Podcast. This is episode 12. We've been doing this long enough to not remember what number the episodes are, but I think that's right. So, yeah, thanks for jumping on the bandwagon, guys. You got us all the way to episode 12. It's been a, been a pretty big deal for me. I don't know about my co-host, Braden here. Yeah, dude, it's been awesome. Been um, awesome. And the fact that people are actually listening is even even awesomer, you know? Yeah, shout out to my wife who also listens. She thinks that we think it's lame that she listens, but we appreciate it. We appreciate it, Evelyn. Um, even if uh, you steal all our people in our drafts, then um, don't do that anymore. Yeah, that's uh, that's a downside, but it's 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 fine. It's fine. I'll I'll take the downside over over helping others. Yep, just as long as she doesn't beat us in our home league. So that would be pretty embarrassing. Yeah. So the other day we talked about uh, our running back and tight end rankings, kind of our top guys. Today we're going to go over our quarterback wide receiver rankings, kind of go through some of those guys, go through some – we have some more some news. This has been a newsworthy couple days, especially today. I guess it was mostly all today. Yeah, we should have – we should have – um. Waited to do our running back rankings until after today. Yeah, until yeah, that probably yeah we got a little messed up there. But uh, go back and listen to that episode anyways. But also listen to today's episode because we're gonna tell you some backtracking essentially from the episode the other day. Some stuff has happened. And also, if you are looking at our rankings that we currently have up, they are up to date. So you know we did update them today yeah for the most part i gotta move some of these guys around a little bit still um yeah first piece of news probably the biggest piece of news uh running back leonard fournette with the jacksonville jaguars he's been their guy since 2017 he's had some some character issues i would say but he was on the last year of his rookie deal he got released he is currently a free agent. He actually made it through waivers today. Nobody claimed him on waivers today, and he got released. He's a free agent. He could go anywhere. He's a big guy. I wouldn't say he's a, he's not a bad running back. He just played for a bad team. Oh yeah, he's a good running back. He just has poor decision making. Yeah, not on the field. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's one of those guys that I've never had on my fantasy team. Uh, because I wouldn't really... It's not somebody I trust on my fantasy team because of stuff like this. <laughs> he just get released. So if you already drafted Leonard Fournette, don't drop him yet. Don't drop him yet. Keep him on your roster. You may have to make some moves and kind of move it around, and you're not starting him week one probably at this point at all. Somebody will pick somebody him up. Somebody will pick him up. He's a big guy. He's one of the more talented running backs out there available. He will go somewhere, so don't drop him yet. Just 
stash him on your bench for now. I hope you drafted a, another running back on your bench to move up to your starting spot because you're not starting week one because he's doesn't have that long to practice with another team. Yeah, and I, I will say that um, me and you have expressed our concerns in the past over him and his his not necessarily not necessarily on the field, but his off the field decision making. And, um, you know, that's one of the big reasons that we are turned off. And if you listen to us, then you were making the right decision when not drafting him. Yeah, he I mean, he put up numbers. He got a lot of volume there, but it's not volume that you were happy about, I guess. You know what I mean? It wasn't like it wasn't good volume. It wasn't because he was a good player. It was just, hey, somebody on this team has to get yards. On He's the, the on best the player on the team. Yeah. <laughs> like, so. Uh, so yeah, don't draft Leonard Fournette at this point. Don't draft him early. I, if he's not gonna make it super late in your draft, somebody's still gonna take him, kind of mid round, maybe sixth. I'm sure he's going kind of around the sixth at this point. Yeah. Um. I I don't know. I'd still be sketch on it. If you can get him later, closer to ten, between like six and ten, maybe grab him. Uh, I don't think he falls near that but, far. But you're you got to be cautious about it because he is a free agent. I, I've never been happy to draft Leonard Fournette, so if you just don't get him, I'm okay with that. He's going to go somewhere, have to learn a new system, and uh, probably won't be the lead back anywhere because everybody's kind of ready to go, already got their lead backs ready to go. Yeah, it just depends on where he falls. So we just, you know, stay uh, stay tuned to the situation. And, and depending on where he goes, you know, you, you may – there's very few situations where he ends up in a better position. So Yeah, really. And just like this other running back, Alvin Kamara, for the New Orleans Saints. This guy's been a stud. We've talked about him. He's a guy we've been trying to get you know, in the fourth spot. If you can get him at fourth spot, then that's what we've been trying to do. Uh, there's been a lot of stuff going on with him today. He's set out uh, the last couple practices. Nobody really knew why. And then today came out that... Uh, the Saints may be willing to trade him. And everybody's like, what What do you mean? He's, what do you mean you want to trade Alvin Kamara? And so he's been looking for a new contract. He's in the last year of his deal also, I believe, uh, from his rookie deal. People say he's been sitting out because he wants a contract. People say he was sitting out because he has been hurt. Uh, and then the news, you know, the tidbit came out today. Hey, they may be looking to trade him for a first-round pick. It's kind of wild today. Now, I don't really know how I feel about Alvin Kamara to, today at this point. Would I feel 100% comfortable taking him at the four spot today? I'm going to say no. I don't think I, I, don't I think moved I him back to 11. Oh, 11? Wow. Yeah. Like, Just because, I mean, I started looking, and I'm like, all these guys are guaranteed work. Like, they're guaranteed work. We don't know where he's going to go. We don't know if he's going to hold out. We don't, like... He's going to be there for at least for the first game because he has to. But after that, like, you know what I'm saying? So, Did you move him back to running back 11 or 11 overall? No, running back 11. Oh, you moved him back to running back 11. <laughs> yeah, okay. running back 11. Yeah. I mean, um, when, you look at, when you look at Kenyon Drake, Josh Jacobs, Austin Eckler, Derrick Henry. Yeah, all those Cook, guys are there to play. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're guaranteed volume and they're going to they're, – they're gonna be good, you know. Well, not Aside not even not hurt. even Dalvin Cook at this point, though. I I'm I've been skeptical trying to take Dalvin. Some people say he's he's the five pick. I I don't know that I'm comfortable taking Dalvin at five either. He's kind of almost in the same boat, except he's not gonna get traded. But yeah, he said he's not gonna not gonna hold out though. So yeah, I think Alvin Kamara said that as well. But 
I mean, they can say that and still do it. So it's happened before. He, yeah, he can true. say I'm not going to hold out, and then the stuff comes out today about them trading him. He's that's just why. just like we said with Fournette. Kamara's not going to go anywhere that's a better spot for him to be at. Yeah, and I mean, in my opinion, if you're drafting Dalvin Cook, you have to, you need to grab Madison, like, yeah. regardless, because number one, Dalvin Cook's injury prone. Number two, if he holds out, you need you have to have his backup running back. Yeah, or else that pick is absolutely. And, and, and you're pretty much at the same place with Kamara at this point with what's going on today, the contracts sitting out and a, a possible trade. You have to draft Latavius Murray. And, yeah. and you may have to take a shot on him a little bit early to make sure that you get him because everybody else knows the same thing. Hey, yep. i got to get Latavius Murray. Kamara might not be the starting running back there for very long. Exactly, so yeah. Have... Latavius is probably going to shoot up in draft position. Yeah, so. I, I, I don't know that Kamara is going to get actually traded for a first-round pick. I don't know that people are going to do that for a running back. Um, but it is something to watch. Am I taking who, – who are you taking at the four spot at this point, Braden? Um – you know McCaffrey, Barkley, Zeke. So, um, really, you can go one of two ways. You can take Cook, you can take Dalvin. If you, but you have to get Madison. You have to reach for Madison, um, or you take Clyde Edwards-Helaire. Yeah, that's that's somebody to take right there. Um, you know, I want to say I want to take. I think four spot for me now. For me, in, in a full PPR league. Four spot for me is is uh, what's his face Michael Thomas. I'm just man. I'm skipping it. I'm getting Michael Thomas, guaranteed. Yeah, and and, and that's a good more point, PPR you know? points than like anybody. Exactly. Yeah. No. That, I mean that's a good point. A lot of people will will move him up, and just hey, I'm I'm not gonna take any any chances. Yeah. Well, and that, and that doesn't necessarily secret. mean that I'm not taking a running back. You know, it's situational. I'm I I like. I have Josh Jacobs as my number six running back. Four seems a little early for him, yeah. but it also seems a little early for Clyde Edwards-Alaire for me. Yeah, It's just like, I mean, and like I said, I, I don't know how I feel about Cook. I still feel like he's almost in the same situation, said he's not going to hold out, but maybe yeah. Derrick Henry, maybe Derrick Henry, I move up a little bit just because he's not in one of those situations. He got he got his money. Yeah, no, it you you know what you're getting and yeah exactly and you know what you're getting with him that's important with your with the top five six pick so well one of the other guys Joe Mixon the Bengals running back in Cincinnati so he he was in the same kind of situation looking for a contract he got paid today he got his I think a four year deal yep he's sitting pretty now we we know where he's gonna be he's gonna be in cincinnati he's not gonna hold out he got his money so maybe maybe i bump him up in my rankings a little bit too just because you don't have to worry about him i i can't stand guys in fantasy that have questions you have to worry about and oh my god is he gonna play this week melvin gordon last year Le'Veon bell the year before that they frustrated the crap out of people Le'Ve- people held on to Le'Veon. Yeah. like Braden had him all year because oh he's gonna come back and play this week oh he's gonna come yep. back and play this next week no, he's going to come back did. and play this week. No, never never came back. It's just I don't like that on my team. I like consistency. I want somebody who's going to be there every week and, and, and score me points. Otherwise, yeah, I got I got Mixon at five now. Yeah, so. and, and I might I might move Mixon up. Uh, it might, I might go – I might have to shift those around a little bit and kind of see where we're at with those. Yeah, I hear you. So don't worry about Joe Mixon. He got paid. He's been dealing with some 
migraines is what they say. I, I don't really know if that's just yeah, contract migraines. contract migraines. But uh, that's something. Well, he hasn't practiced in a few days, which is is something to watch. I bet. I, I bet I'm he's not conveniently I'm, at practice tomorrow. Yeah, I'm not as or, concerned or about today. By the time you're listening, <laughs> yeah, I'm not as concerned about people missing practice over. You know, I had a little bit of soreness in my hamstring, whatever. I'm I'm concerned about people willingly wanting to not go to practice to get money because they will sit out all year to get their money and then get less money than they were going to get in season. So, whatever. All right. We got uh, moving on to Jalen Rager. Jalen Rager, the rookie Eagles wide receiver we've talked about a whole lot. Uh, my uh, my pick for the probably the most productive rookie wide receiver in the draft this year. Uh, he actually hurt his shoulder in practice. Get this. Did you see how he hurt his shoulder, Brandon? No. Oh, yeah. No, actually, I did. He hurt his shoulder because Jalen Hurts threw an interception in practice, yep. and Jalen Rager tackled the guy and hurt his shoulder. In life. Yeah, I saw that. He's he's out. So he's out a few weeks. He's not probably going to play week one, may not play week two. So that's yep. something where uh, it's. I think it's four to six, right? I I, I think it was maybe two to four. Uh, oh, was it? But either way, he's probably missing a few weeks, which isn't the biggest of deal. You didn't draft him to be a starter week one. You uh, you shouldn't have drafted him to be a starter for you week one. So yeah. I have him in a couple leagues where we have rookies. Uh, have, what, what's the? Draft. I mean, what's the real fantasy implications of this? I I like I moved. I was kind of on Carson Wentz before everybody got hurt, and now. I mean, he doesn't have anybody to throw to him besides Ertz and Goddard again. So, you know? I don't think it moves. I don't think it hurts Wentz as much. I think it actually just bumps up some other guys. Like, uh, their their late season hero last year, Greg Ward. I like Greg Ward. Mm-hmm. I ha- I've i picked him yeah. up in a few stash leagues, like a dynasty. He's, you know, he was their late season hero last year. Alshon's still out on IR, the pup list, whatever. Deshaun Jackson will play week one and then get hurt. Uh, Jalen Rager's yeah, hurt now. How, how soon are you moving? Like, how soon are you drafting Deshaun Jackson? Now, I, I'm, I'm I'm not. I he's the number one wide receiver for uh, for one week. Like, yeah, you don't. I mean, but if he if if you get four four or five weeks out of him, how like See, how happy? But I, I if I draft Deshaun Jackson, it is with zero expectations. I draft him as if I can get him as my fifth wide receiver yeah but you're okay, drafting maybe. him in the 10th 11th round yeah but i i i don't know that, that's, if, if, you, if, if you, you have Deshaun jackson on your roster top, you start him week one weekly wide receiver with the 10th 11th round pick yeah but for how many weeks i i fully expect him to be usable maybe three weeks this whole season who are you take who are you taking over to sean jackson that's going to give you more opportunity than deshaun jackson like in, in larry fitzgerald he he will not outscore Deshaun Jackson if Deshaun Jackson's healthy and on the field. But Deshaun Guaranteed. Jackson will not be healthy on the field longer than Larry Fitzgerald. That's my point. I no, I, under, I understand okay. when Deshaun Jackson plays. I understand when he plays. He is a uh you know a guy that can score tons of points. But what's what's Fitzgerald going to do? Sit on your bench? You can flex Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson's going to sit on my bench too. No, you can flex him. First time he pops off for thirty five, you're putting him in your lineup the next game. I guarantee it. Okay. Okay. Let let let's say in the context of week one, Deshaun Jackson, yes, will probably score more points than Larry Fitzgerald. Yes, week one. 
Let's talk week six. Will Deshaun Jackson score more points than Larry Fitzgerald week six? If he's I healthy, don't yes. know if he's healthy. Probably. Is he going but, to be? Is, right, is difference, 90% says he's not going to be healthy week six. But the difference is you're, you will not be playing Fitzgerald in week six. If you, do, if you are playing Fitzgerald in week six, it's probably not looking good for your team. See, I don't know about that. I feel like that's doing Fitzgerald a little disservice. Not just because he's a legend or anything. He's a consistent He's a consistent guy. He's like Marvin Jones without I, all the the maybe touchdowns. Deshaun I, Jackson, I, 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 I am not drafting Deshaun Jackson. I do I not care about Deshaun Jackson. I, I think if you're listening, you should 100% look at Deshaun Jackson. Don't reach for him. Don't take him early. Take him where he's supposed to go. If but you have him... You, you, you should 100% read. If you yeah, have him, give, if you have like, him, start him week one because that might be the only week you get to start him all season. Yeah, and that's my point with Deshaun Jackson is I don't want to draft somebody that I 100% know I'm not going to have all season. Yeah, but I mean, you can't just assume he's going to get hurt week one either. That happened in one year. So I mean, I know not necessarily that he gets hurt week one, but like if he, he could if he carries you, one. if he carries you to a a five and zero start before he gets hurt, like dude, I'm happy with that. I got my value out of him in 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 the tenth round, you know. Yeah, yeah, but and I mean that's fair. I just he's not somebody that I'm looking to be a consistent uh, face on my team. He's somebody you look to kind of get a bust, uh, get a burst, and kind of get ahead like that. Yeah, um, but and I, and I get and, you know and if you're sell, missing, sell him high, bro. Sell sell him. Yeah, if he has a big game a couple weeks in, sell that. If you're missing a flex spot or a wide receiver spot and Deshaun Jackson just happens to be healthy on that week, like, the opponent is scared. You're not going to want to line up against Deshaun if he's healthy. So, I mean, he's a great fill-in piece. It's not, you know. (laughs) Yeah, and, and, you know, we're just talking about this because the Eagles wide receivers, there's not a lot of them out there right now. There's a couple guys to watch, but not really anybody you're drafting. You don't even have to draft Greg Ward, but he is somebody that, if you have an extra spot, maybe stash him on your bench or you have a dynasty. I like – you can't draft. He's not a rookie. Um, but I, I like kind of stashing him in some spots that I have just to see. Maybe he's the only guy that's reliable week two. Maybe he's the only healthy Eagles wide receiver week two. Yeah, I mean, that's a possibility. Another guy, Tyrell <laughs> Williams, the big man outside wide receiver for the – I guess they're Las Vegas Raiders now. Uh, he actually got put on IR today. I think his foot's been bothering him for a couple years, uh, at least last year it did. And I'm not sure that it was actually his foot today, but he's on IR. So I think that gives more opportunities to the new guys like Henry Ruggs. And, oh, it's actually shoulder surgery. Sorry. Henry Ruggs and uh, Brian Edwards. I feel like this boosts up Brian Edwards quite a bit. He is actually being drafted at this point, Brian Edwards is. Yeah, he was getting a little bit of hype uh, prior to this news, and and this now that's just gonna boost it up even more. You know, now that I mean, he's he's almost guaranteed starting. Like, he's guaranteed starting at this point. I would say. Yeah, so, he, he he's been he's been looking good. He's he's kind of the big physical guy like Tyrell was, um, and now he, I feel like he just kind of takes that that spot on the outside and, and runs away with it. I've been targeting him. As, in my late late rounds in my drafts just trying to get him i feel like he's going to be uh he's going to be a steal he's going to be one of those guys that you draft him in the 14th round and he ends up a top 25 wide receiver maybe 
So yeah. I feel like that's a good value right there. He may outscore Henry Ruggs. Who knows? Um, so that's somebody to look for there also. Agreed, agreed. Okay, good, good value. Let's get into um, – what are we getting into? Quarterback wide receiver rankings. Which one what are we do? getting into? Yeah, what are, we, what are we getting ourselves into? Let's go ahead and get into our wide receiver rankings first. Then. Is these mine? Yeah, these are mine. So if you guys haven't looked at our rankings yet, you know we have our tiers and our overall top 200 there. My top 15, let's do... You want to do top 24? Sure. We can, we can for, run first two rounds of wide receivers. Yeah. So my top ten, run, my, my top ten are you know Michael Thomas, Julio, DeAndre Hopkins, Kenny Galladay, Devontae Adams are my top five. Most of those are self-explanatory. Kenny Galladay, I stuck in there. Braden got me hooked on this guy. I think he's gonna have. He had a great year last year, and that was without Matthew Stafford half the year. So I think if he has Stafford all year. This dude's just going to blow up and be a top five wide receiver. And then you have Chris Godwin, Tyree Kill. I have a seven. I just, uh, he's like a better, more healthy Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> he's going to have his, <laughs> he's going to have his big boom games and Tyree Kill can be a top three wide receiver. Um, but he, for 100%. me, for me, he doesn't get as much volume uh, he's he's like the Tyreek one. Hill can be the number one wide receiver. Yeah, he's like the one A one B with Travis Kelsey on this team, uh, but uh, Travis Kelsey's not gonna you know go off for eighty yard touchdown. That's Tyreek Hill thing. But he will have some weeks where he gets like one or two points because somebody will shut him down at some point. Um, and so I I saw him as top ten. I have him at seven. No, no, not with all these defensive defensive players either opting out or getting hurt yeah i mean the gilly lock didn't opt out he's still there uh chris godwin i have mike evans right after that so i have godwin and evans both uh top 10 i have godwin at six mike evans at eight this tampa bay offense uh he's got weapons brady's got weapons just throw it up to either one of these guys godwin mostly coming out of the slot i think both these... brady's got weapons no brady oh tom brady thomas no. brady of uh tampa bay so I, I like both those guys. I think both those Not guys Tampa are going to be Bray. solid. Tampa huh? Bray. Tampa huh? Bray. It's Tampa Bay. Huh. So I think both those guys are solid options. I got Cooper Cup at nine. Dude was like number four wide receiver in PPR last year. So everybody, I feel like everybody's low on him this year for whatever reason. I'm like, dude, how do you, how do you, how do you go back it's, on man who was number four last year? Yeah, everybody's concerned about the um, the change of scheme, and I just think it's not a big. I, I, it's well, not, they Cooper lost. Cup's great, so Brandon Cooks is gone. So there's just more targets to go around. Cooper Cup's the guy there now. Yeah, I'll I'll die on that island if uh, if it comes to yeah, that. Yeah, I will too. I've I've been taking Cooper Cup a lot, and a lot of my mocks and some of the ones I've been doing, he's sitting there. I'm I'm grabbing Cooper Cup if he's sitting there over guys like Allen Robinson, Keenan Allen. Uh, Easily, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm scooping him up and then I got Amari Cooper at 10 is what I have well let me go to 12 I got Amari Cooper at 10 Odell at 11 and then I have Juju at 12 wow yeah, yeah that's a, you got Juju up a little higher than I thought you were going to yeah well Big Ben's back Big Ben says he feels better than he's ever felt he's got elbow surgery he's good ready to go and sling it Juju doesn't have crappy quarterbacks to throw him the ball to put him in bad positions 
didn't need nothing but a good old elbow surgery to make yep. it feel as good as brand new. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think Juju's going to come back to where he was a couple years ago. And uh, it's going to be good to go. That's what I got. All right. That's my top 12. You got any, you got anything else to to stick in there? You know, most of the most of the wide receivers are kind of pretty self explanatory. They're the top tier guys in talent and opportunity. In, yeah, we may we may talk a little more in ex, a little more. We can I word? Can I words? Can you? Can words, I words? Sir? Okay, so uh, <laughs> we may talk a little deeper about the wide receiver twos. So. Uh, yeah, j- just because, like Nolan said, the wide receiver ones, I feel like the other one that stands out for you is Odell at 11. I don't think uh, most people are probably upset at Odell and yeah, don't want to take him. Yeah, have some recency bias from last year. He didn't have a bad year last year. It was just a – it wasn't a flashy year last year. He had a he solid – He was all year. Yeah, he had a solid year. I mean, he I don't finished... want to make excuses for him, but, like, these are just facts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Odell finished as wide receiver 25, so he was essentially a wide receiver 2 last year. Um, and I just think, he, you know, he had over 1,000 yards and only had four touchdowns. His, I feel like his touchdowns go up. I feel like this is the year the Browns kind of get it together. They have, a like, a serious head coach now. It's not just Baker's best friend. It's, like, it's it's a guy who came in to change the organization at this point. And I feel like I feel like him finishing at twenty five is um, his that's his floor. floor. I feel like yeah, like, exactly. I feel like that's that's probably like I would not be surprised if that's the worst fantasy finish he ever has. Yeah, yeah. And and Baker or not Baker Odell. I think he's you know people are down on him. I think he's going a little later. He uh, is. Than he, some of he's these being guys. undervalued. He's going at the end of the third round, third fourth turn. Right there. So he's going behind guys like DJ Moore, Allen Robinson, Adam Thielen. I like him over all three of those guys, actually. Yeah. Yeah, the, the upside's too massive. Yeah, he's. Yeah, I think he's got more upside than either all three of those guys, for sure. <clears throat> so those are my top 12. Uh, give me your top 12, and then we'll go kind of the wide receiver twos. All right, I got Michael Thomas, number one, Julio, Devontae Adams, two and three. Um, those are really your your – you know your best your best three um i have tyree kill at wide receiver four uh, i just feel like his upside's too great and he's too, uh, too big of a part of that offense you know he can finish as the wider he's one of the few guys that can finish as the wide receiver one yeah so um chris godwin number five i think that he is going to brady's gonna feed him the ball so in that Tampa Bay offense, I just I have him getting all, all peppered with targets. DeAndre Hopkins number six, Kenny Do- Kenny Galladay at number seven. Um, like Nolan said, he 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 did great last year without Stafford, and he, he did gets Stafford. Good. And and there's yeah he did good. Did good. And go back and listen to our episode where we talk about that division, and you'll get a lot. You know we give a a lot more in-depth analysis to that so yeah we'll, we'll flip your mind Braden literally flipped my script on Kenny Galladay I was not high on him and then uh yeah and then yeah he moved him up like 30 spots yeah, so. yeah it, was, it was quite a bit quite a bit um so that yeah that's beneficial if you're down on Kenny Galladay for whatever reason go check that out uh Amari Cooper at eight this is the only one like I'm kind of hesitant to have him here because of his history of hit or miss games, like 
I yes, he's he's gonna finish. He'll probably finish top twelve. But See, are you? I have him at ten. How are you? Yeah, I mean, are you? I mean, I, gonna, I, I like. He's Amari. gonna give you a roller coaster ride, man. He will. Like, it is but, what it is. Expect it when you draft Amari Cooper. But I don't know. Also, with the Cowboys receiving weapons there this year, maybe he doesn't get all the number one attention. Does that make sense? They have yeah, CD he's stay and I mean, a, part, a big part of that was him staying healthy too. Yeah, uh, yeah, some of it, yeah. But uh, I still think he's. I think he's a top ten receiver. I ha- I have him at ten. He's definitely a top twelve receiver for me he, on this passing offense. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a good passing offense. It just really is. And so I I'm not as worried about him. He is gonna give you some stinkers, but I I feel like honestly Tyreek Hill does the same thing. Tyreek Hill will give you one or two games. Amari may give you more than one or two, but Tyreek Hill will give you one or two games that are just stinkers. Yeah, there's a big difference between one or two and four and five. You yeah. know, that, and that, and that's my big thing. Like Amari will give you those weeks where he carries your team and he will win the week for you. But just expect to get four or five games where he he just duds. So, you know, make sure you you account for that when you're building your team out. Um, number nine, Odell. We we talked about him just a minute ago. I feel like they're Cleveland's due for a good bounce back. And so is Odell. So um, Cooper Cup, number 10, to round out the top 10. Adam Thielen at 11, and Mike Evans at 12. Okay, yeah. I mean, even Adam Thielen, I think he's pretty solid. He's the number one there, unquestioned now at this point with Stephon Diggs gone. So Thielen's the guy there. If he can stay healthy, he also dealt with some injuries last year, kept him out quite a few games. So that was an issue for him. Yeah, Mike, and Mike Thielen, Evans is just going to be solid on the on the Bucks. He always has been. Yeah, I agree. Like he's he's not he's not gonna. Uh, I mean, he may give you some duds. That's but he's he's gonna he's gonna produce for you like he always has his entire career. So, um, I wouldn't I wouldn't be concerned with Tom Brady not throwing it deep at all. They're they're gonna find a way to get Mike Evans the ball. He's too big of a playmaker. Yeah, for sure. Okay, then I have, let's go down kind of 13 through 24. These would be what we consider wide receiver twos, which is guys that are probably going to end up being your second wide receiver, if you don't know what that means. Um, if you get, you know, if you get multiple the, of the wide receiver ones, then, I mean, you're doing fine. Um, I found in a couple a couple drafts, I always pick towards the end of a draft. I don't think I've had the top six pick in any of the drafts I've done this year, so it's kind of weird, but... So towards the back of uh, the drafts, I find myself, I think one draft I did, it was, I ended up taking Amari Cooper, Cooper Cup right after that, and then um, I think I got Jarvis Landry right after that, and it was like, okay, well, I'm fine with that, I'm pretty set at wide receiver for a little bit, I can uh, grab some other stuff. But I have Jarvis Landry at 13, Robert Woods at 14, Adam Thielen, Keenan Allen, Allen Robinson, T.Y. Hilton at 18, Tyler Lockett at 19. And then I have D.J. Moore, A.J. Brown, Stephon Diggs, Terry McLaurin, and Calvin Ridley. That's my that's my 13 through 24. All right, let's, um, let's start with Jarvis at 13. You, um, Jarvis Landry I mean, is... I, I'm every, known as the Jarvis hater, I guess. Yeah, I but, don't know why. 
But I don't know why. All, all I have to die for me, man. All I have to do is tell you, Robert Woods is in everybody's like top fifteen, right? Is Robert Woods in your top fifteen? Um, I actually don't think so. Well, he should be because you're wrong if he's not. No, he's not. Wow, do you even have him on your sheet at all? Wow, Braden has. Yeah, Braden's disrespectful, bro. Disrespectful. I don't even want to talk to you anymore. Robert Woods in 2018. Robert Woods. I, I, I'll tell you why we're talking about Robert Woods here, man. Robert Woods in 2018 was wide receiver 11. Okay, Jarvis Landry was wide receiver 18 in Cleveland. In 2019, Robert Woods was where's he at? Wide receiver 14, and Jarvis Landry was wide receiver 12. So I don't know why you're hating on these guys so much. Because you you, I don't like you hate style of receiver. You hate on the guys that are consistent and and then you'll put somebody like Amari Cooper above those guys who's like an inconsistent player. And I don't understand that. Jarvis Landry is a more athletic, younger Robert Woods, who is a very consistent receiver, consistently gets a hundred targets every year, has uh, what was his stat line last year? Let me see. But I, I don't know why you hate on Jarvis Landry. I think Jarvis Landry is a very solid play. Even in their bad year last year, he ended up as a wide receiver 12. He was a wide receiver 1 last year. And you can get I, him, know, you can, I have him at 13. You can get him later than wide receiver 13. He's going well, – I'm going to find him on here. He's probably way down here. People hate on Jarvis Landry. Yeah, I don't understand it. I just like – I look at all the rest of the, the, the guys I have ahead of them, and I'm like, man, I – I those all those guys have more upside, and that's really the reason. I mean, okay, but Jarvis Landry is going in the eighth round. Let me tell you that he gives you wide receiver one upside. Okay, if if Jarvis, Land- I will take yes, I will take Jarvis Landry in the eighth round. I don't know that he's goes in the eighth round as often as this tells me he does, uh, but yeah. But if Jarvis Landry goes in the Sixth round, the fifth round, the sixth round. I'm not like, I'm, I mean, there's guys there that I like more, so I'm probably not drafting him now. I mean, are you taking Stephon Diggs or Jarvis Landry? According to my rankings, I'm taking Stephon Diggs. Okay, Stephon Diggs or Marquise Brown? Um, that's wait, you said Stephon Diggs or Marquise no, no, Brown? No, 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 Jarvis Landry or Marquise Brown? You confused me. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm taking Jarvis. Okay. Because uh, that's kind of where he's at. He's kind of in that middle echelon of, of wide receivers. Like, yeah, I'm take, are you I'm taking, taking AJ Green or Jarvis Landry? I'm taking AJ Green. Hmm, see, I don't know about that. See, I don't know why you're hating on, on Jarvis. Jarvis is my boy this year. I think he's a solid guy. I have Robert Woods. He's kind of like Robert Woods. They have the same stat lines usually, except Jarvis can score more touchdowns than like two. But uh, I have those guys there, and then I have Adam Thielen, Keenan Allen, Allen Robinson, T.Y. Hilton, and Tyler Lockett is my 19. Brady's yeah. disrespectful to both of those guys who are wide receiver ones and put them down in, like, 25 <laughs> range. Man, like, I, I admit, I admit, I'm probably a little low on especially Robert Woods. Um, you have Jarvis Landry probably... at 30, bro. Yeah, it's because I don't like Jarvis. <laughs> hey. So, um, I do have Robert Woods a little low. I, I will admit that. I will never admit to having Jarvis too low. But, yeah, 
So, Keenan Allen, you have him at 16. You still think he's going to have a decent year? Yeah, I mean, he's really one of the only passing options there that's reliable. Mike Williams is boomer bust, and I think he's hurt. Um, I can't remember their tight end's name at the moment. I'm blank. So, he's not that important. Hunter Henry, uh, he's supposed to be important. He's been hyped up, but is he really that important yet? We have yet to find out. So, Keenan Allen's a very reliable guy. Here's two guys that people are going to be upset with you about, okay, Nolan, because they're going to say, you're disrespectful because you have um, Allen Robinson at 17 and you have Mr. DJ Moore at 20. That's disrespectful. I mean, Ever, all, all the mainstream guys have him at 12 and 8. I mean, I nine. took him from a wide receiver 1 to a wide receiver 2. You took Jarvis Landry from a wide receiver 1 to, like, a wide receiver 4. So. No, I'm with you on both those guys. I'm just giving you what. Yeah, what. yeah, I know, I know. See, I wasn't as disrespectful. They're still a wide receiver two, as in top twenty guys. But Allen Robinson on Chicago. If you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterbacks. So they have two quarterbacks you know, there. You know, and you're I, being disrespectful to, to Devontae Parker. Is who you're being disrespectful to down at twenty six, bro. Let me just say, if you have, let me let me say that again. If you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterbacks. He, they only have one quarterback. They, if they have two quarterbacks, they have zero quarterbacks. So let me just let me just say it like that. They got uh, old Fitzmagic, and then uh, Tua sitting nope. there waiting to take over his job, which they, is never. They a only good have idea. Fitzmagic. Oh yeah, that's why they yep. spent a fifth, uh, you know, fifth overall pick or whatever on Tua, huh? Yep, only Fitzmagic. So uh, I don't know how long that's gonna last. But yeah, well, uh, Allen Robinson, I just don't. The Bears are not – I don't think they're going to be very good at all this year. I don't think they win very many games. Nick Foles is not that great of a quarterback. I don't know why everybody's like, oh, my God, he's the greatest quarterback ever. And that's why he's been on, like, four teams in, like, five years or whatever. So, And I do think you're a little low on A.J. Brown. That's probably my last my last um, comment. See, I, I, I like those guys right there with D.J. Moore. I just – the Carolina is going to have a lot of – they're going to pass a lot more than the Tennessee does. I just – I like A.J. Brown. I have him as a wide receiver, too. I just yeah. don't know that that passing attack of the Titans is what scares you when you play the Titans. And I don't know that the – he's he's going to get the bulk of the volume there, yeah. But is it still going to be a lot of volume? I don't know. I, I mean, I'd be okay with him as my wide receiver, too. But – and I'd take him over some of these other guys. I might take McLaurin over Brown, which I could probably move that around in my rankings a little bit, but – Where's your where's your uh, where's your boy at old uh, Houston wide receiver? Uh, Will Fuller. Yeah, guy? where's where's your boy I have at? I'm at 28, bruh. 28. He's down there a little bit uh, ahead of your boy Brandon Cooks. So. And AJ Green, that's disrespectful. I mean, is though AJ Green hasn't played Talking in like, like a year and a half. So. Whatever, dude. All right. Um. So I'm gonna start with mine. Number 13, Devontae Parker. My man is a beast, and he finally broke out. Now will he we stay think broken that? out? Yeah, he will. Oh, he will. Crappy Dolphins team. Nah. Yeah, but he did, he did all that, and he was yeah, the only option. Yeah, he did that, but they were playing with nothing to lose, with Fitzmagic just slinging it. Dude, didn't have to worry about somebody behind him taking his job. Now he burned the New England defense, now it's and he was be a the only option. Burned him. And and I mean I like the Dolphins I like Devontae Parker as long as Fitzmagic is the guy in front. But Fitzmagic is not gonna be the starting quarterback all year. So you like Devontae Parker in the sixth round where he's going? Yeah, I, I do. I, I would take Devontae Parker in the sixth round where he's going. Yep. 
All right. Um, AJ Brown, number 14. Keenan Allen, 15. AJ Green at 16. That's probably going to be the most surprising to people. Allen Robinson, 17. DJ Moore at 18. Juju at 19. DJ Chark, Mr. DJ Chark at 20. Stephon Diggs, 21. Cortland Sutton at 22. Brandon Cooks, my boy, at 23. Calvin Ridley, 24. And T.Y. rounds out my top 25. Oh, yeah. Not bad, not bad. Yeah. So, so what what stands out to you? Just... <sighs> Cortland Sutton, I think you have a little high. I know he had a good breakout year last year, um, but we've both kind of convinced ourselves that uh, we don't really trust Denver's offense as much. Like, yeah, they, they'll win some games, but is their offense going to be very fantasy relevant? I don't know. Uh, there's a few teams out there like that where, yeah, they'll get the guys the ball and, and they'll win some games, but it's not a explosive fantasy offense, which is usually what you're looking for. So... Um, and yeah, then, I just think I, I mean I think he he will I think his his he's gonna finish as a wide receiver too. Yeah, just he could. Opinion. I have him maybe yeah. as a high three or a low two, um, but I mean I don't, I don't I don't hate it there. And then cool. also just pretty much um, just the disrespect of Jarvis Landry. I think that's what pisses me off the most about you. <laughs> He's at thirty, bro. He's that's, just right there. That's the disrespectful. Disrespectful. Who has I hope that upside? man. I hope that man ends up as like wide receiver four this year. You just watch. Who has more upside this year, Jarvis or Marquise Brown? You have to say it. I mean, I, I, I don't think it's not Jarvis Landry. It's definitely Marquise Brown. Okay, where do you think Marquise Brown could finish? Like his mat, his upside like, upside. No, like yes, yes. What? Like he could be a top ten wide receiver. Okay, Jarvis has done that. Yeah, but he's not going. He's not even the number one on the team, bro. I mean, to finish as a, you're you're not gonna finish as a top ten wide receiver when you're number two. The Ravens didn't have anybody go over eight hundred receiving yards on their team. No, I know. I'm just saying that's that's his his massive ceiling. Like. Like he's good enough. I'm not saying Jarvis isn't, but he's just he's Jarvis has never been that guy. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, Marquise Brown probably does have a little more upside, but he's also on a run first team, and I don't know. I, I I'll take the consistency of Jarvis Landry over five. And that's what it boils down to. Marquise that's Brown. why I have Jarvis ahead of Marquise Brown is because yes, Jarvis does offer more consistency. So, yep. So that has been our uh, wide receiver discussions. So I uh, got a little heated there. I'm never talking to Braden again, and I hope Jarvis Landry ends up as like wide receiver five. And I have too him bad him. you have, have to on Thursday. Team, so. And we're not done. What do you mean? What do you got? We're not done with this episode, right? No, we just got tight yeah. ends to go over. So That's I was saying, I was getting there. Uh, tight ends? Where did tight ends? Uh, oh, you're right. Um, quarterbacks. Oh, Lee, dude. First it was me with running backs. I was and on now the wrong you... sheet there, buddy. Tight hey, ends. Buddy. Let's talk about our tight end buddies again. Just kidding. Quarterbacks. Oh, we know what we're doing. I promise. Yeah, quarterbacks. Um, we really only need to go over about the top 12, top maybe 15. Yeah. Most teams, only you only start one quarterback. 
That's that's just a, unless you're in a super flex. Super flex is a little different. It kind of changes the whole game. Um, Patrick Mahomes is going to go third overall in a super flex league. Okay, um, we're talking about some ESPN or like ESPN standard PPR scoring one quarterback leagues. Um, you you only start one quarterback. You might draft two if you draft another one. It's just for insurance, and you're never going to play him unless you're just kind of rotating out quarterbacks. But let's go go over your top 12, guys, Braden. I got Lamar at number one, Pat Mahomes at number two. You know, you can interchange those guys, and I'm not mad. Uh, Dak at number three. Deshaun Watson at number four. Um, I assume that most people will probably think that's a little high, seeing as he lost um, one of the best receivers in the league, if not the best. But... I think that he's going to continue. He he does still have weapons on that offense. So He'll be throwing them all to Will Fuller down the sideline, bro. Dude, Will Will Fuller and Brandon Cooks, and I mean we overlook him a lot, but he um, showed up on another fantasy relevant offense, and that's um, Mr. Randall Cobb. So I mean he's a weapon. He's a weapon that Deshaun Watson will utilize. So it, he may not be very fantasy relevant, but he's good for Deshaun Watson. Um, Kyler Murray at number five, Matt Ryan at number six, Russell Wilson at number seven. I have him really so low. I, I mean, I consider I consider him low compared to where yeah, I see him I would going. Say, I would say having him below Matt Ryan is is a bit of a shock. You have a guy that yeah. I, um, I know Russell really, Wilson's not a big runner. Like he's not known to like go like Lamar Jackson run downfield or anything. But his mobility just gives him that much more upside than Matt Ryan. Yeah, I just think that they're on a run-first offense, and he's got to rely on efficiency. Uh, they've never unleashed Russell Wilson, so he's got to rely on super efficiency, and Matt Ryan can rely on volume. Yeah, that's, uh, that makes and, sense. And I would also say that Matt Ryan has better weapons than Russell Wilson does. That and I'm, that's not a knock on, on the Seahawks receiving core because it's good, but it's not Julio and Calvin Ridley and Hayden Hurst. Just wait till the Seahawks so, add Antonio Brown towards the end of the season. Okay, well they've been talking about that it. happens. That happens, and I change my perspective. Uh, Matt Stafford at number eight, Josh Allen at number nine, Tom Brady at number ten. That rounds out my top ten. And then you got Baker at eleven and Cam Newton at twelve. Uh, yep. Yeah, I mean the top ten is. None of those really shocked me. I mean, I might move a few guys around a few spots if it were me. But, I mean, I feel like that's that's your top ten guys right there to finish. Uh, the only one, uh, the only other one I think I have – well, let's go over my top ten real quick then instead of just me guesstimating. Uh, I have Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson. I have Pat just a little bit ahead of Lamar. Uh, maybe Lamar doesn't run for as much as he did last year. Maybe that was his ceiling last year. Um Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott. I have Russell Wilson ahead of Deshaun Watson at five and six, and then I have Cam Newton, Josh Allen. So I actually have all the rushing guys as my first like eight quarterbacks. They, yeah, you they do. just give you so much more upside with their mobility. They, you know, a rushing touchdown is worth six points in most leagues. A passing touchdown is usually only worth about four in in most leagues. Um, so the rushing ability that they give you, Cam Newton's the best goal line back in the league. Deshaun Watson may have to do a little bit more himself this year uh, because he's got two number one receivers that can't stay healthy. Russell Wilson's just a really good quarterback. 
probably number two quarterback in the league after Patrick Mahomes. Um, so I just think all those guys give you that much more upside because of their mobility. And then I have Tom Brady at nine, uh, Matt Stafford or Matt Ryan at ten. I actually have Matt Stafford a little low. I should probably move him up. I have him down at fifteen. But um, yeah, that's a uh, and I have Carson Wentz a little higher too. Low. He he does Carson Wentz gives you a little bit of. I have Carson Wentz at eleven and Drew Brees at twelve. And I literally just moved Carson Wentz out of my top twelve. Yeah. So. Uh, he does, and when maybe with all his receivers hurt, he tries to do a little more, but probably gets hurt down the line somewhere. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't stay healthy either. Yeah. So uh, I I may kind of adjust Wentz down, especially with the the Rager news, and then I do like uh, Daniel Jones and Matt Stafford. So uh, Daniel Jones gives you that ability. He's shown he he's shown uh, his rookie year last year that he's he's a guy that can run with his feet and make plays. And then uh, he's got Saquon, and he's got some guys there to throw the ball to. So I like Daniel Jones, and then Matt Stafford, I think, is just going to have a good year with Kenny Galladay and and Marvin Jones over there slinging it. Slinging it, boy. Yeah, I got a couple things. I I did move Drew Brees back. He was in my top ten. I moved him back because of the Kamara news. I do think it hurts Drew Brees a little bit. Um, he, He likes that outlet of Kamara. And it, you know, it's it's useful for him and without Kamara he he his upside could could losing Kamara makes the Saints worse I so I don't know why yeah. they would trade him Drew Brees' Super Bowl 100%. window time is kind of small he's very old and I don't know why you would trade away a piece that like do the Saints win win another Super Bowl without Kamara probably not no so I, I don't think so either so I don't know why they would do that this year so let's let's hope they don't yeah and you're disrespecting um maker bayfield oh yeah but you don't like jarvis landry so i don't know who he's gonna throw the ball to it odell oh you literally said you don't like jarvis landry i so, mean i don't like Jarvis. i, landry, I don't know how baker is a top i 10 recognize his fantasy potential I, I, okay i understand how baker's top 10 quarterback if he only has odell. you know i think it's because he's boring i mean he's not a flashy guy no but he's a very he's not just like a non-flashy guy who just like he's not marvin jones he's better than marvin jones all right, all right. Uh, I agree. All right, I'm a little low on Jarvis. Okay, <laughs> it's because he's boring. He's a boring. He's player. boring, like Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones is a boring guy, but he's he's a consistent. Marvin Jones is a touchdown catcher. Yeah, but he's he's a boring guy. Uh, no, he's not. Yeah, he is. Marvin Jones is exciting. No, he's not. Three touchdowns in a game is not boring, I mean, bro. Jarvis could never. Marvin Jones had nine touchdowns last year. Jarvis Landry. Jarvis had would have six. a heart attack if he had three touchdowns in one in Jarvis one game. Jarvis Landry had six touchdowns. Yeah, but I don't know. One hey, per game. I'll, I'll make you a bet. I, I, Jarvis Landry outscores whoever you want this year, except for the top like six guys. Really? Well, well, okay. Who who are you trying to who are you trying to say outscores Jarvis Landry? You trying to say you trying um, to say Marvin Jones outscores Jarvis Landry? I mean, I'll 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 take you Odell Beckham straight up. Oh, see, I didn't. I don't know about that. I I, I do think I have Odell ranked higher than Jarvis Landry. By two spots. I know. I understand. You said top six guys. Well, no. I, okay. I I bet you. I bet you that um, Marvin Jones has more double digit touchdown weeks than Jarvis Landry. What kind of bet is that? I'm not. I'm not betting on Jarvis Landry because I think he's going to get double digit touchdowns. I'm thinking because he's a good fantasy asset that's going to be solid. I'm proving my point that he's exciting. He's more exciting no, he's than Jarvis. Not. Oh, oh my gosh, not. dude. Get out of here. 
Who do you have ranked? Who do you have ranked higher? Which one? Let me see. Do you have Marvin Jones above? above do you have Marvin Jones above Jarvis Landry? You have Jarvis Landry above Marvin Jones. I do. Well, yeah, by like, I hope spot. Baker's a top ten quarterback and he throws all his touchdowns to Jarvis Landry. That way, Braden can shut it up. Yeah, I, I think that's what most people would be appalled at on my rankings is yeah, Baker that, eleven. That's the biggest shock for me is is Baker at eleven. That's a you got high hopes for him this year. Uh, it's not high hopes. It's I he it's recency bias, man. He's on a good team. I think people just kind of have a bad taste in their mouth because they drafted him sixth overall. I mean sixth in the sixth round. I mean, don't you don't draft quarterbacks in the sixth round? Sorry. That's unless not a, that's they not a have, quarterback unless round. they have like rushing upside like the ones this year do, because they'll even like, if they don't, don't throw touchdowns, just, they might run for one. Um, yeah, that that's I mean that's your fault. It's not <laughs> Baker's fault. Yeah, so, I mean, it is kind of Baker's fault though. Yeah. Okay. But the his his upside is is he's got top five upside. I would think Baker. Yeah. I think he can. He's got top if five upside. If you don't score touchdowns with your legs, you don't have top five upside. I don't. I don't agree. How do you? And, like, and Baker, Baker's football, more mobile though. than you. I, Baker is also more mobile than people give him I, credit. I know for. he's a mobile guy, but he's not taking off down the field for sixty yards like Josh Allen can. That's not Baker. Yeah, Russell Wilson doesn't do that either. But okay, Russell Wilson doesn't do take off for sixty yards, but Russell Wilson knows how to how to get down the field though. I no, I get your point. I get your point. But I'm saying all things go well, and Baker. I think Baker can finish in the top five, dude. Ah, oh, see, I find that very He's, hard. He has. To believe. He has. He has one of the best wide receivers in the league. He has, I guess, a a, a good wide receiver in Jarvis, and he's got a a good tight end. He's got two good okay, tight ends actually. Okay, let, He's got two top ten running backs. <laughs> okay, but take out take out Russell Wilson. Okay, you got Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott, Deshaun Watson. Tell me Baker outscores any of those guys in fantasy points. He could he could outscore Deshaun, and I think there's a world he outscores Kyler. If I could whistle, I would do it right now and be like. I can't do it. I'm not. I'm not calling for it to happen. Yeah. Don't hot take me. But I'm. I'm saying there's a world where that happens. Oh, see, I don't know. I don't know if we live in the same world. I don't. I don't see. Like I like Baker. I think he's got top ten upside. But I don't know about top five. I feel like that's, that's a little high. That's a little high. But uh, yeah, that's been our quarterback hot takes and our wide receiver hot takes. Apparently, um, Braden's a big Bengals fan and hates the Browns. Except for Baker and Odell, well, he likes he's a Browns and a Cincinnati Bengals fan, just not a Jarvis Landry fan. Let's put it like that. Oh, this is the worst year ever. Can we <laughs> I don't know why you like the bad teams, Braden. That's uh, <laughs> kind of weird. Um, yeah, this has been the Fantasy Football Bandwagon Podcast. I gotta throw that in there. Episode uh, Dose Dose for all my Spanish peeps out there. Hey, and you say that I like the Bengals. I'm I'm low on Joe Burrow. All right, I have him at twenty. I mean, but who's who's gonna make AJ Green a top ten wide receiver then? Uh, he can <laughs> AJ Green can be a top ten wide receiver, and Joe Burrow still suck because the Tyler Boyd is not gonna. Oh yeah, do very keep good. Make, yeah, keep, keep making words, Braden. <laughs> he's boring too. Tyler Boyd's boring. True, AJ Green's kind of boring at this point too. But no, he's yeah, not, dude. I mean, kind of is. But uh. Thanks for thanks for listening. Tell us uh, tell us what you thought about what we said today and some of our rankings. Tell us tell us the hot takes 
Ask Braden why he hates Jarvis Landry, why he hates uh, some of the other guys that I've mentioned, why he hates Will Fuller, and ask me why I think uh, Baker Mayfield is not a top uh, 10 quarterback or top 5 quarterback. What? Yeah, Will Fuller's not boring. I still don't like him. You're just a hater, Braden. I don't know why you hate all these good people. Will Fuller is the only like injury-prone player that I actually like. Yeah, I, I don't like injury AJ prone Green, guys. The only injury prone player that I actually like. <laughs> I mean, I'll think of one. I'll think of another one that you like. Uh, I mean, he uh, just hasn't played. He, I'll be, I'll he, he just waiting. hasn't played football in a year and a half, but it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. Neither is Will Fuller. <laughs> like, Will Fuller played last year. I don't know what you're talking about. Will Fuller had a 56 Barely. point game last year against the Falcons. Barely, the highest fantasy scored point game whatever last year. It counted. <laughs> but go follow us on social media at FF Bandwagon on Instagram and Twitter. And go follow our Facebook uh, Facebook page, the Fantasy Football Bandwagon. And we post updates. I posted about the Kamara updates today. So stay up to date. Don't miss don't miss news. News is good, especially in fantasy football. If something happens, you want to know as soon as it happens so you can go make um, – uh, decisions about your roster and make updates and waiver grabs and all that kind of stuff. That's what you're going to want to do. And this 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 time specifically is one of the most important times. Um, we don't we haven't had preseason. I don't know if you realize, but football is like a week and a half away. Okay, there's a lot of things happening. Uh, you want to stay up to date with it because if somebody tweaks something, uh, it's it affects them at this point yep for sure and this is the busiest draft week of the season right before we're about a week we're only like nine days from football Braden. we're only about a week yeah, out it's so crazy man this is it we got our two big drafts we have a big draft tomorrow and a big draft this weekend so it's a big deal for us these are our big drafts and everybody needs to be prepared be prepared so stay up to date Listen, check us out, ask questions. Who should I draft? In the Rankings sixth on round? the website. Uh, draft Cooper Cup. Take Jarvis Landry later. You'll be fine. Peace out. See ya.